Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to all dads. Happy Father's Day to you. God bless you always. God bless you always. God's blessings to all dads. God bless you always. Have you ever been excited about an event, a gathering or a function? Well, like Father's Day, together but at the same time, sad, nervous, lonely, lost and wanting the day to end. Well, today on Super Soulful Sunday, we're celebrating Father's Day. Perhaps you lost your dad and he's no longer with you or just plainly deserted you. Here at Into the Garden, well, son, mum, daughter, we're here to say that God, your heavenly father, loves you. Now, Russell and I no longer have our parents, but wish to add joy to the many a wandered, afflicted out there who longs for a dad to care. To those families whole or incomplete, happy Father's Day. Look to Jesus, he will lead the way. Perhaps there are some fathers who just up and left, or maybe it's not what you signed up for. But hey dad, there are kids waiting for you to come and be more. So come home dad. To those here at Into the Garden, I say, welcome home father. God loves you and forgives you despite your hang-ups and flaws. He's a God of many chances and changes. So thank you for joining me, Saloma Jacobs, on Super Soulful Sunday, where we at Into the Garden celebrate Welcome Home Fathers. Yes, it's the place where hearts are mended, lives restored, forgiveness is a given. And families can implore. Share the love. And so much more. Phone a friend and join us. As into the garden. Salutes the many mighty men. Nianfa. From here to there, over land, sea, countryside. We love you. We are cheering for you. And we are saying, the door is open, dads. Welcome. Hurry, hurry. Step right in. There's forgiveness behind that door. And a welcome hug and so much more. The Bible verse is 
The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7 Blessed be all the fathers. Happy Father's Day. I hope you have a wonderful day. For my line of today, on Super Soulful Sunday and celebrating Welcome Home Fathers is soulful, insightful, light-hearted with a bevy of beautiful guest appearances from the youngest to the oldest with guest speaker Angela Morris as she embraces you and me with the love of the father. So quickly dash off to the kitchen to make yourself a decadent or refreshing cup of tea or coffee, glass of juice or water, then hurry on back for you don't want to miss out with glee for welcome home fathers on Super Soulful Sunday is here to delight you and me. Hello, my name is Ashley. My dad helps me with my schoolwork. He taught me how to face my fears. I used to be scared to use the gas stove and the kettle, and I used to be scared of dogs. I love my dad. He means the world to me. Happy Father's Day. The soul poem, very short and sweet and to the point. God wants to do great exploits. While sitting down and waiting for Brecky to cool down, our pops, God wants to do great exploits and oh so profound. Upon writing, I asked the Lord for a theme for fathers, you see, and patiently waiting, received Welcome Home Father with glee. Hence so clearly the title for many a dad who's away, lost, in pain and wanting to come home, but alas, afraid, scared and don't know how, anyway. So that should cover it all, wouldn't you agree? But there is so much underlying factors, you say that we as children want fathers on whom we can depend and not leave. So though, however, short and sweet, I cannot add, I cannot hide, but I trust God that just the title will bring fathers back home from their own hide. And so on this beautiful yet glorious Sunday, I receive my nugget so graciously, come what may. The same song for welcome home father you say, for God is a God of patience, he's a God of diligence, he's a God of wonder, he's a God of surrender. A God that when you leave things in his hands, he will surprise you completely. When you pour out your heart, then take a stand. And as I went up to the altar, I laid it all down. For it was between me, my God, my Heavenly Father, and oh so profound.
So to the many fathers out there, God is your father, and you are His son. So raise your hallelujah and stop being on the run. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, pray up, seek His face in earnest up, ask up. Thank God for your life up. Then forgive yourself and find your way home up. Give Him the glory, for God, your Father, is about to do great exploit, fathers, in your lives up. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written. The eleventh of June, twenty twenty-one. You say, for God is a gracious God, a loving God, a forgiving God, a God that's about to do great exploits for you. When you lose your way, you have a father whose arms are open wide to say, "I've missed you. I've been waiting for you." Welcome home, fathers. Come into the garden, for God indeed wants to do something great in you. The things inside your heart you think no one understands when you smile and face them on your own. When you're all alone and there's no one else around, does your smile disappear when you're? So, come to him 
send a shout out to all those fathers we are celebrating Father's Day tomorrow I'd like to send a shout out to all those fathers who stuck out all those fathers who stood by their families all those fathers never mind if they did not have um, biological children that were fathers unto the fatherless I'd like to salute you out there all those fathers who took it upon themselves to raise someone else. I'd like to wish you a blessed Father's Day tomorrow. May your day be filled with joy. And may you the love that you so unselfishly gave unto others. May it be a warmth into your heart. You have been a blessing unto many. All those that are starting out in fatherhood that's new to it, I'd like to leave you with a scripture. It's found in Proverbs 22 verse 6. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. 
Teach your children from small the ways of the Lord. Teach them to pray. Teach them how to read the word. Happy Father's Day. And up next is a sassy soul sister. Yes. Angela Morris. And she is the guest speaker today on Super Soulful Sunday. This sassy soul sister reminds you and me of the love of the Father. So the next voice you will hear is that of Angela Morris. So wherever you are, near or far, how about another cup of tea? I've got mine. Have you got yours? As we make haste to sit at the feet of the Lord in the company of Super Soulful Sunday and into the garden. Where hearts are mended, lives restored, and a welcome home, fathers, cannot be ignored. I'd like to share what my father means to me. I love my dad because he taught me how to ride a skateboard. My dad also taught me how to ride a bike and to play chess. My dad inspires me and always teaches me to be better. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. Hello, I'm Angela Morris, and welcome to Into the Garden on this Soul for Sunday. Today, I want to say Happy Father's Day again. And as I sat and I thought about uh, what I wanted to share, I thought about the love of a father. Not only spiritual fathers or biological fathers, but the, the love of our Heavenly Father. I immediately went to Scripture and I thought about the parable of the prodigal son. Remember that one? Jesus told this, this parable or this story. Uh, and that story is found in Luke chapter 15 if you want to follow along with us. And I want to share that story with you. And that story says a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. In other words, wasteful living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him, him into his fields and to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the paws that the swine ate. Can you imagine that? No one gave him anything. But listen to this. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants 
have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. He says to himself, I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And as he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way away, his father looked up. His father saw him and had great compassion. And he ran and fell on his neck and he kissed him. And the son said to his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no, worth, no, no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put, on a, put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here. Kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was out in the field. And as he came closer and closer, drew near to the house, he heard music and he heard dancing. So he called one of the servants and said, hey, hey, hey. What's going on here? What do these things mean? And he said to him, Your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But guess what happened? But he was angry and he would not even go in. Therefore, the father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I have never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, son, you are always with me. In other words, you've always been here. And all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive and was lost and is found. Hallelujah. Now, I think about all the parables that Jesus did. This particular parable, the one of the lost son and his loving father, is probably the one that touches my heart the most. Because what we see and understand here was the love of the father. Not only the love of the father, but God loves us too. Now, we understand that a parable is just like, a, like an imaginary story that illustrates a spiritual point. So we can perceive that Jesus is using this to teach us of God the Father's love for each of us. And while we are all sinners, just like the prodigal son, it was very heartwarming, it was very comforting to know that God the Father is willing to even accept us back, given the mistakes 
the many mistakes we have made. Talk about the Father's love. It's interesting to note that the Father appears to be eagerly watching for and anticipating his son's return. And in the text it says, uh, in scripture it says, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Just like our God. God greatly desires for us to repent of our sins and return to him. God loves us. God loves mankind so much that he sent his son to this earth to die for our sins. Furthermore, he's long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of his truth. So today, 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 I'm remembering the love of our biological fathers. I'm remembering the love of our spiritual fathers here on earth. And most of all, I am remembering the love of our Heavenly Father on this Father's Day. So to all of our fathers, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God be with you. Happy Father's Day. Oh uh-huh.
Hi guys. Thank you for watching our videos. Please support us by sharing it to all your friends. God bless We as your children miss you. We love you, we need you, we appreciate you. Please come home. Hi, I'm Audrey Folson. Today I will share with you a tribute to my father, my story. My father is what is known today as a girl dad. I grew up with three other sisters. Thank God my dad is still alive and well, unlike many of my peers' father. He actually turns age 91 next month and is pretty healthy in mind and body. I've come to appreciate him in a greater way over the past year as he takes care of his wife and my mother of over 66 years who is experiencing signs of dementia. I'm so proud of how he has stepped up to assist mom in her day-to-day -day needs. He has become so patient with her. Growing up like the typical household, my mother basically managed the home. It's, at, it's as if excuse me, their roles have switched to a great degree. She actually turns age 91 next week. My sisters and I helped my dad along with a part-time caregiver. My sisters and I lives are definitely less complicated with my father yet here. Alive and well, yet living in their own home. My father has always taken good care of us as a family. He was a great provider. He taught each of my siblings and I to drive a manual shift vehicle with a clutch. He also purchased each of us our first car. He taught me to personally change a tire, filter, and the oil change in my car while away in college. I remember when I purchased my first house, he put together a toolbox for me out of his tools I still have it to this day. I thought that was so thoughtful. My dad is not perfect, but I honor and respect him highly. He still dresses well as a leader in the church he and my mom attends. He polishes, buffs, and spit shines his shoes every Saturday evening, the good old fashioned way. My absolute greatest respect and honor for my father was elevated when it was revealed, to my surprise, by my mother as she sat me down at age 34 to announce to me that the man I had known as my father was actually not my biological father. Of course, 
I was in shock. But his name was on my birth certificate. As my mind was filled with so many questions. How could this be? He treated me no different than my other siblings who were his biologically children. As my mother mentioned, sometimes he treated me better than the others. I can attest he never treated me as a stepchild, but as his oldest daughter. I give God the glory, all of the glory. My personal relationship with Jesus never allowed me to become angry nor bitter with my mother nor father upon learning this information. As I began to reflect back over my life, I concluded, sometimes you're not who you think you are. I was told often as a child, you're tall and slim, just like your dad. Turns out there was a family secret. As I was growing up, my biological father was forbidden to get to know me. Even my siblings and first cousins all knew my story, but never said a word to me. But in hindsight, my siblings were not always so kind to me. (laughs) I thank God for the favor of the decision my dad made over 65 years ago to engraft me in under his name, just as Jesus, our elder brother, adopted me and we Gentiles into the body of Christ. God placed me, the solitary, into a family, both naturally and spiritually. I'm eternally grateful to God, my everlasting Father, for giving me an earthly father that took good care of me. He never mistreated me. He always introduced me as his oldest daughter. He kept his word when he accepted me as his very own child. I love my dad. Not only, excuse me, not only is he a good man, he's an outstanding father in my heart and memories. There was a time when I could count on one hand the number of friends I shared this story with. Now I've been released to share it on such a platform as the Into the Garden podcast. Thank you, Salome and Russell Jacobs, for affording me this opportunity. I hope my story is a blessing to someone. Don't be bitter over something you were not in control of. Be better. Let go of unforgiveness. It's a killer. It can cause you to be diseased. As my mom mentioned to me, I could have aborted you, she said. It was happening back then. Hallelujah. I am grateful that God chose life for me. Happy Father's Day to my dad and all the other fathers under the sound of my voice who have stood in the gap and fathered some girl or boy such as I. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Stay tuned. I look forward to sharing much more with you each time you pop over into the garden. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.
May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Shalom. Blessed are the ones who have a father, and so happy Father's Day to you. The Bible gives you a wonderful verse on the Lord's care for his children. In Philippians 4 verse 19 it says, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So fathers, God is your all-powerful, all-compassionate, all-wise and all-loving Heavenly Father. And so fathers today, as everyone celebrates Father's Day in love, joy and happiness near and far, present or absent, the knowledge and awareness of Father's Day is celebrated all over the world. And so just as you love, care, provide, protect, teach, lead and guide your children in your care, your Heavenly Father also promises you. He says, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will be your strength. I will answer you. I will provide for you. I will give you peace. And I will always love you. And so fathers, you are also especially loved, honored and looked up to always. And so go in that awareness and always celebrate yourselves. The moral story for fathers. A father-son conversation. One day the father was doing some work and his son came and asked, Daddy, may I ask you a question? Father said, Yeah, sure, what is it? So his son asked, Dad, how much do you make an hour? Father got a bit upset and said, That's none of your business. Why do you ask such a thing? Son said, I just want to know. Please tell me, how much do you make an hour? So the father told him that, I make 500 per hour. Oh, the little boy replied, with his head turned down. Then looking up he said, Dad, may I borrow 300? The father furiously said, if the only reason you asked about my pay is so that you can borrow some money to buy a silly toy or other nonsense, then march yourself right out to your room and go to bed. Think why you are being so selfish. I work hard every day and do not like this childish behavior. The little boy quietly went to his room and shut the door. The man sat down and started to get even angrier about the little boy's questions. How dare he ask such questions only to get some money? After about an hour or so, the man had calmed down and started to think. Maybe there was something he really needed to buy with that 300 and he really didn't ask for money very often. The man went to the door of the little boy's room and opened the door. Are you sleeping, son? he asked. No, daddy, 
I'm awake," replied the boy. "I've been thinking. Maybe I was too hard on you earlier," said the man. "It's been a long day, and I took out my aggravation on you. Here's the three hundred you asked for." The little boy sat straight up, smiling. "Oh, thank you, Dad!" he yelled. Then, reaching under his pillow, he pulled some crumpled up notes. The man, seeing that the boy already had money, started to get angry again. The little boy slowly counted out his money, then looked up at his father. Why do you want money if you already had some? The father grumbled. Because I didn't have enough, but now I do. The little boy replied, "Daddy, I have five hundred now. Can I buy an hour of your time? Please come home early tomorrow. I would like to have dinner with you." The father was dumbstruck. The moral of the story: It's just a short reminder to all of you working so hard in life. We should not let time slip through our fingers without having spent some time with those who really matter to us, those close to our hearts. If we die tomorrow. The company that we are working for could easily replace us in a matter of days, but family, friends we leave behind will feel the loss for the rest of their lives. And come to think of it, we pour ourselves more into work than into our family. And that's so true, because I was one of those. I poured out as a single parent. I poured my heart and my soul into work, not realizing the empty void in my son. Divorce is a terrible thing. Abandonment, loss, grief—they have an impact as a young child and into an adult. Make time. And allow God. To connect, what can still be mended. Jesus, thank you for your love. We pray this afternoon you come and touch us, heal every wounded heart, come and deliver us, set us free. Love of God fill this place. <sighs> mm -hmm. What stretches from the 
right now shall we hallelujah what a great God we serve that's right give him praise let's give the Lord praise what a great God it's his love that will sustain us it's his mercy there is new every morning hallelujah you know church this week I was just meditating on this from Lamentation chapter 3 just listen to this it says the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who depend on Him, to those who search for Him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. You know, this afternoon whatever situation you're going through maybe you need a healing maybe you need a deliverance from a situation maybe you need a breakthrough you need peace in your family in your marriage wherever it is the faithful love of the Lord never ends his mercies never cease can we just trust God today let's just trust in him let's just this week at least three different pastors just came to me and said that the word of the Lord for them is that be still and know that he is God you know when we when we become still God begin to fight the battle for you when we become still God begin to work so let's just come into that realm of faith let's just lift our hands and just tell the Lord Lord I trust in you Oh Jesus, we trust in you. We trust in you. The Lord is good to those who depend on you. To those who search for you, Lord. Father, you say it's good to wait quietly for your salvation. We trust in you. Let's just sing to him a new song. Let's just worship
we sing this song from the beginning. Let's just come and worship Him. What stretches from the east to west was higher than the heavens high, was deeper than the oceans wide, was my lord get up go to Nineveh the great city and proclaim judgment against her for their wickedness has come to my attention you're leaving without saying goodbye you need to go back inside Joanna you're not going to Nineveh are you no Tarshish no, Jonah, that's the wrong way. Go back. We can talk to Father. Joanna, I can't go to Nineveh. I just can't do it. But what will you do in Tarshish? 
When will you be back? I don't know. Maybe never. Never? Then who's going to Nineveh? Who's going to tell them what Jehovah said? I'm sorry, Joanna. I don't know what Jehovah will do. But I just can't do it. It's too much. But if it's Jehovah's will that you should go, then you should go. Trust him. Sacrifice to his God for sparing us. 
Jehovah. Out of the depths of the grave, I cried to you for help. Please hear my voice. I know I have been driven away from your sight. Oh, may my prayer come into you. With a voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I will do as you command. <sighs> May Jehovah be with you, my son. He saved me from the heart of the sea. He can save me again in the days ahead. days more, Nineveh will be overthrown. In just 40 days more, Nineveh will be overthrown. In just 40 days more, Nineveh will be overthrown. Just 40 days more. Who could possibly overthrow our city? Is he crazy? He looks like an Israelite. Jehovah, the true God, has spoken. This city will be destroyed. Nineveh will be overthrown. Jehovah, the true God, has spoken. Your city will be destroyed. In 35 days, this city will be destroyed. Nineveh will be overthrown. This city will be destroyed. In 25 days. You just leave it. What should we, should we do? Listen, can I get this? These are like uh, Jehovah. What should we do? Should we flee the city? You can't just leave it. 
Where should we leave go? our homes? Where should we go? Listen, if we repent, maybe his God will have mercy on us. According to the prophet, there is only 20 days left until the destruction of this city. Throughout the city, people are fasting, putting on sackcloth. They are asking the prophet how Jehovah wants him to behave, and they're trying to do as he says. What else have we learned about Jonah? Ninevite reported overhearing a conversation of Jonah's. It seems originally he chose not to come. Instead, he fled to Tarshish, but was thrown overboard. Then he claims Jehovah sent a fish to swallow him and bring him back. Is he insane? Maybe not. This man speaks for the God of Israel, a God of miracles, known for his greatness and his power. He might be powerful in Israel, but we have our own gods here. True, but Jehovah is the one responsible for humiliating the gods of Egypt, even destroying their army in the Red Sea. He's also the one who brought about the great flood mentioned in our histories. He did this because the people of the time were extremely violent. Call my scribe. In 10 days more, true God will overthrow Nineveh. True God has spoken. Violence of this city has come to the attention of the true God. The true God has spoken. Nineveh will be overthrown. The city will be destroyed. Hear the word of the king, people of Nineveh. Hear the word of the king. By the decree of the king and his nobles, no man or beast, herd or flock, should eat anything at all. They should not take food, nor should they drink any water. Let them be covered with sackcloth, both man and beast, and let them call earnestly to God and turn from their evil ways and from the violence they practice. Who knows whether the true God may reconsider what he intends to do and turn back from his burning anger that we may not perish. Something should be happening. There's nothing. Would Jehovah actually pardon the city? No. No, that's not possible. How could Jehovah change his mind? What would these people think of me? What good is a prophet if his words don't come true? Was this not my concern when I was in my own land? That is why I tried to flee to Tarshish in the first place. 
For I know that you are a compassionate and merciful God, slow to anger, and abundant in loyal love, and one who feels grieved over calamity. Oh, Jehovah, please take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. We know you're a prophet of the true God. We have faith that you speak truth. Please stay in our home. No. We'll make you comfortable. Do not stay in the city. Is it right for you to be so angry over the bottle gourd plant? I have a right to be angry! So angry I want to die! You felt sorry for the bottle gourd plant, which you did not work for, nor did you make it grow. It grew in one night and perished in one night. Should I not also feel sorry for Nineveh, the great city, in which there are more than 120,000 men who do not even know right from wrong, as well as their many animals? Says he saved us. No, Jehovah saved you. I was just. I was just a messenger. Thank you. 
What are you doing? I've written about Nineveh. But also about Jehovah's great mercy, both to the people there and to me. Was it hard to write about all that? Painful. So, what will you do now? Whatever Jehovah asked me to do. Oh 
as I've come to the end of celebrating Welcome Home Father right here with you. Thank you once again to my bevy of beautiful sassy soul guests Hayley Van Wern, Ashley and Leah Sterling, Audrey Fulton, Rochelle Steer, Pastor Henry Franca, Ingrid Dammit, Angela Morris and in absentia Carol Charles and Paula Fallen. And then there's you, the fathers spiritual fathers, Prophet Keith Van Royen from Unlimited Ministries Autre, the mentors, the hearers and the listeners, thank you for taking this time out to enjoy, relax and share this special day with me right here on Super Soulful Sunday. And if there's anyone celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to you on this Father's Day. Perhaps an anniversary. Happy anniversary to you too. And as everyone else has shared their Father's Day well wishes with you. I'm about to wrap up. And there'll be one from May too. So wherever you are, near or far, I thank you for choosing and tuning into Into the Garden. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for spreading the word. But most of all, thank you for sharing the love. special sassy soul guests sharing their Father's Day tributes and wishes. I woke up to the song Wole Follow You. This was the theme song laid upon my heart this morning. Then whilst being soaked in the song, in the presence that simply melts your heart. My mind went to a few places. To the father who is lost, come home. To the man sleeping under a bridge, come home. To the man sleeping by the railway track, come home. The man on the street, come home. To the man in prison, make that call, phone home and come home. To that rejected father, come home. To the forgotten father, come home. Today, may the song holy follow you, pierce your heart as it did mine. May you be soaked in tears and the presence of glory. Love, tenderness, forgiveness be your portion this day. As I awoke and played this song over and over and over, 
I said to my moose, Russell Jacobs. This is the song that was laid upon my heart. I believe it's the song your Heavenly Father wants you as fathers, single, married or divorced, want to hear today. For in the week, the word of the Lord on the 11th of June was, God is about to do a great exploit. So fathers near and far, whether informed or not, Thank him for the second chances. Thank him for your life. Thank him for saving you. Thank him. And as you embrace your Heavenly Father, may you feel the tears of your Father as he stretches his arms to you, saying, Son, Father, come home. Welcome home. So from myself, Salome Jacobs, and enter the garden, happy Father's Day. And from the Father's loving heart, for it was as if I was the one dancing with my father alone. So yes, your father knows what you're going through. He's leading you back. To you, leading you back home. It's never too late, you know. So I hope that you enjoyed this Father's Day extravaganza 2021 with the theme from Into the Garden, Welcome Home Father, and the theme song, Wowly, follow you. So until next time, until we meet again, same time, same place, you know where to find me, but right here, on Into the Garden. In the ethereal presence, the omnipotent presence, that presence that says, I've got you, that presence that says, welcome home father, I am here for you, and that door is open to you.
exhorts us from the Holy Scriptures. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the life which we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in the Son of God, who loved us 
and gave himself for us. Holy following Jesus in its essence is not just about singing. It's not just about lifting up holy hands. The Bible tells us it is having our minds renewed, which then results in transformation. And we are then to step out in faith to receive the new things. God is speaking to us. So today, let us embrace by faith, City Harvest Church, the new things God is giving to us. New opportunities, new thoughts, new ideas, new strategies, renewed marriages, new people getting saved, healing, deliverance, all these new things the Bible says, God says, I'm doing a new thing on the earth right now. So wherever you are, I want you to lift up holy hands. Lift up your eyes to the Lord and begin to worship once again. And say, Jesus, I wholly follow after you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Worship Him right now. Hallelujah. 